Welcome to the Solutions Brewing Podcast. I'm Brendan, joined digitally by Rob and Steve. Hello. And today, because it's very warm outside and I expect to be very warm for the next week, and it was hot last week, and then we got another few weeks of this before we get back into winter, we're going to be talking about what's the best things to do outside in and around Calgary, uh, potentially enjoying a beer with it or not, I guess we'll find out. Steve, we'll throw it over to you. What do you do outside? So it's it's interesting nowadays because I, I go outside for a purpose now. Like I used to go outside for fun, but now I go outside for a purpose. And that purpose is usually to get out of the house. <laughs> and usually it's to go walk my dog or, you know, go do something, you know, get, get out, get the child some air outside of the house. Um, but one of the things that it, it's one of those things that you live in a city for long time like long 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 time and there's always little hidden things little hidden bits that you never know about until someone tells you about them that's that's the really interesting thing and that just happened recently with me because we have our uh, we have simon and we have kelsey's cousins in the area and one day they're like we're gonna go to the beach do you want to come with us and i was like a beach in calgary the only ones of those I know are full of rocks because it's you're thinking like something coming off the Bow River or something like, uh, like that. Well, there's Sokomi Lake. And that's what it was. I yeah. did not know Sokomi Lake existed. Oh, well, it's because it's just off the ring road way down south. Well, yeah. Well, it's a place I usually don't go sort of thing. It's, a, you know, it's in the, the, uh, the it's a provincial park, the Fish Creek Park. And yeah, there's a man-made lake in the center of the city. Well, not the center of the city, on the south end of the city. The city's slowly enveloping it now. Um, but to our surprise, uh, like I literally looked it up on Google and it was 15 minutes away. And it's like, holy crap. Like that is like no distance at all. And I never knew this thing existed. And so it's, you know, for a beer podcast, this is not a beer friendly place because the <laughs> it, it's family friendly. So you know, they, they check you on the way in sort of thing. But for, like, five bucks a, an adult and, like, somewhere to cool off in all this heat, holy crap, was it ever nice. And so we go there. How busy was it? Hmm? Was it busy? Very. Uh, so we went about a week and a half ago or so, and holy crap, was it busy. Because it was one of those, like, 31, 32 days. And just the the lake was full. <laughs> hmm. and there was people like to, you know there were you no know, sun tanning or you know there was a lot of barbecue stuff going on but it's become like one of our favorite things to, uh to like plan for now uh like we it, it's just like yeah we can just go to sakomi lake and uh, in, it you just run down go down and especially since it's, again it's been so hot like the last three weeks really wish i knew about it about a month ago uh, but it's just a great little spot and, you know, easily accessible for like tons and tons of people. But, uh, and especially since it's kid friendly and, you know, it's not too deep, so you can take the little one and you can sit on the bottom of the lake, <laughs> essentially a little ways in and just hold him sort of thing. It's, uh, it's really, it's really great. So yeah, that's, that's like kind of like my newest one. I'll have one for a little bit later, but that's like one of my new favorite ones like, I ne again lived lived 15 minutes from it for the last six years. Never knew it knew it was a thing. Yeah, I used to go there 
as a kid and i think it actually shut down for a while and then it reopened yeah i was looking into the history of it and yeah there was a big uh it's gone through like a couple cycles of maintenance over the years and uh but yeah like it was in like really good good shape um you know it's a man it's a man made a man made man fed lake so you know they're just pumping in water from the bow but uh yeah just for for what it was it's like this is fantastic so Rob, what would what I was gonna say? What do you like to do in and around the city? Uh, I've been up to quite a few things actually. Um, my mom likes to golf a lot, mm-hmm. so I've been I've got I've gotten a few days out with her, um, especially recently because she's really wanted me to she really wanted to spend some time with me before my chemo treatment start because it's probably going to knock me on my ass mm. and um <clears throat> so yeah i've gotten a few few golf days in with her but i'm not i can't do full 18 i get uh, i get too tired um the yeah the the radiation treatments i've already done kind of uh fatigue me mm-hmm. and i just don't have the energy to go that go that long um so yeah i've been doing golfing around the town uh, i've done some down I don't remember the name of the course. There's one down by what's the one down by Mackenzie Lake. One down there. I've been to my folks have a place out at Glenifer Lake, which is up by Spruce View, not to be confused with Spruce Grove. Spruce View. This is this is just west of Innisfail. Um, it's a little just a little nine hole course anyway, so that one's perfect. Uh, McCall Lake. Mm, other than that, I do. I've done a fair amount of motorcycling so far. I've got about just. Uh, what's my? I've done like twenty six hundred clicks this year. Oh wow! Because twenty eight. I can't remember. I'm getting close to three thousand. I know. I know. <laughs> so is that day tripping on your motorcycle, or is that uh, like overnight trips cool. or something like that? No, no, just little day trips. I don't do overnights on the bike. Um, uh, recently, I just went down by. I felt like going for a ride. Went through. Where was I? I was somewhere, and then I decided to just keep going. I went to... Oh, I went to Prairie Dog for lunch on the weekend, and then uh, I was like, ah, I'm going to go for a rip. And then I was like, ah, I don't want to go. I've been going, like, uh, most of my motorcycle rides have been out to either Innisfail uh, or um, Cochrane or... Uh, what's the one sometimes bicycle or or Irkana. i kind of just go for the rips over there mm-hmm. and i was like this time i went down towards bragg creek and actually went down by where you used to live there brendan nice and then instead of taking that cowboy trail i went the other way i went to uh, highway 66 Ooh, that's yeah. a good like that's a good path i was like i don't know where this goes i've never taken it before let's find out <laughs> and uh it goes nowhere it eventually ends that road just disappears uh so i took it to the i rode it to the end and then I turned around and came back. Uh, that was interesting because there's just cattle wandering around on the road. <laughs> uh, which I was a little worried about because you never know if you're going to spook them. And I'm just on a bike, so it, I have nothing to hide in or from. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was going to say, you continued south on the uh, uh, after that intersection of like 22 and 66? Or did you take 66 west? I took 66 west. Okay, because that should eventually hit Kanaskis. Um, no, so 
there there is an old connecting dirt road that goes up to kind of Civil Lake uh, Road and then connects over to Kananaskis that way. Oh, that's what I'm thinking of. Uh, but that path has been closed for a few years to to motor vehicles. So, I mean, you can still hike it and bike it. It's still enough of a dirt road that you can take a, a pedal bike or a mountain bike through it. Uh, the sign says it's open when it's dry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. It's just they don't maintain it at all anyway. It, it's an old shell road, I think. Uh, so anyway, so my motorcycle is not an adventure bike. It's not made for going on those roads. So uh, I got like enough. a big, cru- big cruiser bike. So it's uh, not. I did. I was like, Mm-mm, not going that way. So I turned around, and came back. But um, uh, yeah. So I did that. Otherwise, I just. I like to hang out in the backyard. I like to eat dinner and stuff and lunch in the in the on the patio outside in the back. Mm-hmm. Hang out, enjoy the sun. Well, yeah. yeah, you you like to get out and, and explore all of the places around here. Also, I hear they have good ice cream in Cochrane. <laughs> uh, yeah, I haven't had any for a while there, but yeah, it's it's definitely way too commercial and uh, uh, touristy now. But back in the day, McKay's ice cream was some of the best ice cream in the world. Hey, the ice cream's still good. Just wait in line for an hour to get it. Oh, weird, weird little tangential <laughs> story, uh, just because it going to the Cochrane thing was making me think of it I remember as a kid uh, we got to go to the McKay's ice cream factory one time and got free samples of ice cream it was the greatest day ever (laughs) (laughs) I remember another time that we were told we were going out for McKay's ice cream and we ended up going to the the 1A diner oh yeah we nearly which carried McKay's ice cream but it was like a little cheaper I was like we got out of the school and we started walking the wrong way and I was like where are we going I thought we were going for ice cream and we did go Mm -hmm. for ice cream just in the wrong spot <laughs> yeah and like half the class got sick yeah yeah there's a reason why that diner went out of business <laughs> well uh, thanks rob well, so uh, brendan what do you do uh, in and around uh in calgary outdoors what, what do you like to do uh we like to go camping um we're fortunate to be very close to the mountains and it's nice to get out there and kind of just bum around for for a weekend um, we're actually going out uh, this weekend here again uh, to Kananaskis Lakes area. Ooh, upper or lower so, lake? Interlakes. Interlakes. Okay. Which is on which is on lower lake, but it's a right at right where the the dams fillway is between upper lake and lower lake. So uh, part of the reason we're going there is it's not a uh, reserve only uh, campground because we don't have our uh, stuff together and we kind of decided a couple weeks ago that we wanted to go camping this weekend <laughs> instead of six months ago like everybody else in the world so uh it's uh so it's the it's mad dash a, <laughs> yeah it's a first come first serve place and and again because we're close enough we can go out there and put a tent up and and reserve a spot for us and actually i think my mother-in-law is already out there camping the beauty of being retired <laughs> oh okay that's good i was gonna say i'm like it's gets busy man i hope you get you can uh, get a spot well are they still allow the like go out there and pay your pay your fee and then put a tent up just to hold the spot so oh, okay so we got that like that was for sure and i think i think my mother-in-law's out there camping but she might have well, come see, back into the city that's period. not a, that's not as bad as long as someone's there it's kind of mm-hmm. kind of annoying when you try to find someone there's like you know it's just an empty space yeah, it's one thing my parents love to do is, like, same thing, they're retired now, too, but they don't go on the weekends anymore, they go on Monday. 
So when yeah. everyone's packing up and like long gone on Sunday, and there's a few stragglers on Monday, they show up and had just have the run of the campground until Friday when they leave, and that's when all the the yahoos are coming in. In this oh. situation, Brendan, you are the yahoo. We are the Yahoo, yeah. Well, I mean, you can you can say it's annoying or frustrating, but the same thing happens at the reserve sites. It's just people don't show up. They reserve it online, they pay for it, and then we were out a couple weekends ago, and I'd say about a third of the third of the loop we were in was empty sites, but they were all paid for in full site. With the the full place was booked up, right? Jeez. So, I mean, it, it kind of goes both ways. You, and you're you're gonna exploit the system one way or another. It's just at least with the tent, you know, somebody had to go out there and set it up. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I forgot the the other thing I like to do is I've been paintballing a bunch this summer. Oh yeah. Oh, I yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. I still have yeah, the scars I've... to prove it. <laughs> <laughs> I've been out the last two weekends. I've actually my shoulders all bruised bruised up. I don't know if it shows up in the camera or not, but. Not that anyone's going to see it from the podcast anyway, but um, <laughs> nothing shows up in the camera. Not for you. Um, Get your webcam yeah, working, God. No, yeah. I, I, I refuse to. I just don't buy into the concept that I need to have a webcam in order to see other people's webcams. That doesn't make any sense to me. And if anybody from Google is listening to this, <laughs> fix it. <laughs> Stupid. That is true. You should be able to see yeah. other people. There is yeah. no other like video conferencing software that works this way. Like... Well, I'm, I'm like I'm pretty sure even our like at work uh, software doesn't work that way either. No, Microsoft Teams doesn't work that way. Yeah. Cisco WebEx doesn't work that way. Skype doesn't work that. Way. I don't know why Google made this. Like, it's an active decision to do it because you have to like uh, <laughs> they are blocking a video feed from coming to me. But yeah, anyway, the, <laughs> the one uh, the one I play at the most is well, almost exclusively is like I go to the one by Wipers. Yeah, it, it it is probably the best local one. Like that's it's got so many different sites and it's just so big and it it's just amazing. It's huge. It's huge. I like the drive out there too. It's fun. It's a fun drive. Nice windy road. That old forestry trunk road or whatever it's oh, yeah. called. Yeah, the the old highway and, forty. Uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, like you said, lots of fields. They have a hundred and ten acres of land, so they have tons of different fields and terrain to play on. So yeah, it's it's nice. Got a lot of good variety. If you want to play wide open fields there's open fields if you want to play in the trees there's lots of trees to play into yeah and then they've got like little personal ones if there's like a little uh there's a couple of little like just tire ones so you're just like going yep. between like these massive uh tractor uh tires or uh old uh was it old real spindles for like cable or uh yep. copper or something like that and then there's other yep. ones where it's uh it's it's like old wrecked out vehicles it's actually like a literally yeah. a junkyard. So you're like, <laughs> yeah, that's that's one of my favorite fields. They actually call it the junkyard. They have all these old vehicles and appliances that are just like flipped around. And yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> it's fun I remember one time I was playing and the guy actually because uh, the door had like long since fallen off and he actually picked up the door as a shield to charge the position. And it actually worked. Oh, yeah. it, he actually got most of the way, uh, but then it, it was too heavy for him. So we had to drop it and then, you know. They had taken down a couple of the guys on the other side, but then they just got lit up. <laughs> <laughs> now, I was going to say, yeah, like that's a, I haven't been out there for a while. The last few times has been the Bright Creek one, which is still a good spot. It's just not as good. Not as yeah, big. If you're into Airsoft, they have a big game this weekend on Sunday. Ooh. I am at not White Press or at Bright Creek? Pardon? At White Press or Bright Creek? At White Press. Oh. 
cool, cool. The other thing I enjoy doing outside, although it's not quite time for it yet, we got a, a couple weeks though, is uh, hunting. So mm. getting out and basically, uh, as I like to describe it, hiking with purpose. <laughs> um, but lots, uh, lots of good ground in and around Calgary, and um, it's it's always interesting because you just follow these little game trails instead of the established hiking trails, and you kind of get off and lost in the bush somewhere where not a lot of people have been, and you're incentivized to get away from where anybody else has gone because that's where the animals go. So, but you find interesting things. Uh, McLean Creek was uh, a good spot right down by Break Creek, and that spot you really got to get off into the bush to go find any animals. And sometimes you find things that uh, you don't expect. Like uh, a couple of years ago, me and my buddy started walking down, and we tripped into uh, a pack of campers that were there, <laughs> and they were. Probably a little younger than they should be for the amount of beer that was sitting at their tents. Um, they weren't expecting to see us at, uh, well... Six o'clock in the morning? Six, quarter after six in the morning. Um, they thought they actually came out and asked if we were the cops. <laughs> and we kind of looked at them because we are both in camo and we got a little bit of orange on and it's bow season. So we got our bows out and I was like, what cops do you know walk around with bows drawn? <laughs> like... Then again, if I woke up that hungover, I'd probably ask that question too. <laughs> oh, it was funny. It was funny. It was, uh, no, go back. And we're like, well, no, we're not the cops. Have you seen any deer? <laughs> so, so that's the other thing I I enjoy. Good way to feed the family and get out in a boat. Yeah, wild meat is. I like wild meat. It's delicious. Oh, oh yeah, it's the best. Oh, always having like a a. a mule deer or whitetail uh roast for christmas for like doing it on uh, uh not charcuterie but uh rotisserie fond- fondue oh fondue so cutting up really nice and thin and then cooking it on a hot plate with uh, a little bit of garlic butter oh yeah. there's nice. there's not much better than that in the world no it really is just fantastic meat mm-hmm. like, very lean very good for you very high in iron all kinds of good stuff in there oh yeah yeah. And to all the Google engineers who are listening to our podcast, I figured out the video issue. So, Oh, did you? Oh, you can yeah. see us now? Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, did you have to click so the you button? Can stop complain- you can stop complaining about it now. Yeah, I can stop complaining about <laughs> it. Right now. It only, only took me six months. Only. Yeah, it only did. So I was going to say, since you like walking with purpose, uh, one of my uh, activities I was starting to get back in, up into until the pandemic happened again was uh wandering aimlessly wandering aimlessly (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah because uh me and the wife uh we like to go because there's like the one thing about calgary and areas like because we're right up against the mountains there are so many hiking trails and there's a lot of like busy ones like johnson canyon is like one of the probably the the biggest most famous one that's around here uh, the one where they now close down part of the highway so that people can walk to it. Yeah, and and it's ridiculous. And the funny thing, the funny th- thing enough is that there's actually like two or three other trails along the whale to Johnson that you could like take those instead, and they're like a tenth of the people. But no one, everyone goes to Johnson Canyon. Like, granted, it is beautiful, but holy crap, is it busy? And okay. uh, one of our favorite ones uh, we haven't done it in a while. <clears throat> Um, but it was also fun to take the dog with us too, because he likes to get up in the water and all that kind of stuff. 
is uh, Troll Falls. So, again, it's in Kananaskis, and again, there's thousands of hiking trails in the area. Uh, but Troll Falls is really neat because the actual falls itself is not that far. So it's a very easy hike. You know, you could get there in 45 minutes, half hour from the parking lot. But then it's you choose your own adventure because you can get across, uh, like there's the major fall and then there's a bit like a sizable creek, but you can get across a couple spots and then you can continue hiking up and follow the creek for a while. And at that point, like you'll see, like you'll be hiking for like, two hours past this this waterfall and you'll still see people coming down and it's like when when do you start how long have you been here what day is it for you sort of thing and <laughs> it, it's always fun because you go and you, you just find like neat spots and neat little rock formations and little things that maybe someone 30 40 years ago made a marking on the wall uh did a little paint or something like that and it's now many many years later and it's very faint or something like that and you find just a little relic or something like that and yeah that was something that we that we were doing a lot or starting to get really into before the pandemic and then we slowed down because the pandemic then sped up again and then uh and then simon was on the way so uh we kind of stopped doing that again Uh, but it'd be it'd be nice now especially since he's getting a little bit mobile to uh to like go and start doing like some of those easy trails like you know not very long you know just you know let them go up and you know put them on my shoulders for a good chunk of it but then slowly build them up and up and up and do a lot of the again thousands thousands of good trails in the area yeah i'm, I'm kind of curious like uh, i one of my favorite rides is to take the 1a mm-hmm. uh from cochran out to canmore Yep. And uh, I ride past a few of them, and I never stop to check them out because I just, I don't know, I like riding. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, I you hardly see people pulled in over for those. I don't, it seems like a little bit more of a hidden gem, I suppose. Yeah. I don't know if there's anything hiding around there or not. I haven't checked it out myself. Yeah, that's how I'd, I would describe it, like a, a hidden gem, because, like, there's the popular ones. Like, I know in Canmore, I'm trying to remember what it's called. It's, it's one of the... Actually, the the Grizzly Paw Brewing Company actually named one of their beers after it, because um, it's just like one of those. It's it's a nice little lake and it's a nice little fall, and then there's a hard path and an easy path, and the easy path is just like gently a nice slit sloped up towards where the uh, where the lake is, um, and like and there's a lot of, like closer to the towns. Those are a lot more popular, but you get a little ways away, and depending on your difficulty, sort of thing. And there's just so many amazing, amazing paths. Like, uh, actually, another one I'm thinking of, uh, since you were talking about uh, the Kananaskis Lakes there, Brendan, um, Russo Lake, that hike. Or Russell Lake? I'm trying to remember what it is now. The name Rossin is Lake. Though. Rossin Lake. Yeah, so that's... Uh, Rawson Lake is on the upper lake, so you walk a little ways around the Upper Kananaskis Lake, and then there's this. Uh, it, and it's funny; it's a it's a fairly well known one. Like it's it's one of the first trailheads off of the the Upper Kananaskis Lake, which the lake itself is a big trail that takes a, a couple of hours, but you can take about it takes about forty five minutes to an hour if you uh, if if you keep a steady pace. But it's like a nice steep incline, then a little bit of a valley, and then a steep incline again. And you come up to this, like, crystal clear lake. 
and it's in the middle of, of I think about five different mountains and you can just see like all the rock that's come down there's usually some ice still up there even in like june and july uh even into august sometimes and it's just like absolutely beautiful picturesque and then there's a second uh, trail you can take too and go around the lake and there's a, a ridge line you can follow up as well and you get up that and it's just like i've only done it once and apparently it's like it it was a cloudy day too which really sucked uh but up there it's it's like amazingly picturesque but uh yeah that's that's something that hopefully we'll get uh we'll get to show simon on one of these days maybe when he's a little so older Surreal Ridge, because you're just—it's the ridge that juts off Mount Surreal there. Yeah, that. And yeah, it'll overlook both lakes, and it would be very beautiful. I haven't been up there. I've been to Rawson Lake a few times, but, mm-hmm. but Rawson Lake's uh, like it's a what do you say a 45 minute uh, walk or an hour or something like that, but it's 300 meter elevation. Like yeah, it's, <laughs> it's straight up there. So so you're huffing and you're puffing by the end of it, especially if you're out of shape like I am right now. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah if you're not into that elevation gain you can go a little bit farther back down the way and just get to hidden lake which is like a 20 meter elevation gain. <laughs> <laughs> or uh or you can be like one of our friends from a uh, camp trip long long time ago uh try to go up the lake uh get tired, get egged on by saying three miles up, three miles down, Curry. That didn't work. Uh, go back to the lake edge, find a nice little spot, lay down in the sun, uh, remember, or fall asleep, wake up, remember you have fair skin, and be completely and utterly sunburnt. Nice. <laughs> or yeah. you could be like another intelligent person and think you're smarter than the trailheads and try to go up the bush where you're in the direction you think you're going to go and end up on the wrong side of the ridge. Yeah, and then yeah, take an extra a, how many hours down? Yeah, it was like an hour. We were, we were, we were up there for a while. <laughs> Four hours? Five hours? <laughs> no, it wasn't that long. It wasn't that long. They, we, were they, probably, we, were, we were probably two and a half hours off the trail. <laughs> but we, it was a relatively late start, so... So if you're but gonna go camping, out in the end. or if you're gonna go uh, go hiking, either stick the trail or come up, bring a compass, <laughs> or bring a compass, or a map, or something, or map. Kind of know or, what you're getting into. Yeah, some some kind of orienteering course or something like that. Some kind of survival course. <laughs> Key lesson is that a lot of GPS will now work without being in cell service. Phones have improved well enough, so. I actually tested this last time we were out in Kanaskis just to just to check because my new uh, my my iPad has the the location services for because I got it for flying. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it'll it'll show location without being in cell service. So. Nice. One of these no, days will test the limits of that. But <laughs> yeah, you you might uh, if you're in the middle of the mountains, you might run out of luck there. But you never know. Satellite, if you got enough satellites overhead, you you're okay. <laughs> well, that's exactly it, right? So that's kind of the whole. Anyway, those are a few things that you can do outside. Do outside in and around Calgary because it's so hot outside. But you know, what we can do all after all of those activities. Have a solutions beer. That's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and it's always time for beer. Yeah, 
And so, uh, Rob, if uh, someone was, you know, really interested in having this delicious beer we mentioned, how could they contact us about that? Uh, they can reach us on our website, uh, www.solutionsbrewing.com. Uh, we're also available on email, doproblems.solutionsbrewing.com. And Facebook and Instagram at Solutions Brewing Co. There we go. And for our listeners, we will be at the Canmore Highland Games in about just over two weeks. Actually, just over three weeks, sorry. Three weeks, uh, yeah. Coming up here, yep, September 3rd. Yep, September 3rd and 4th. I think we're just there for the just one the day. Third. I, th- just I think it's the just the third, just the third, Steve. Yeah, yeah. no, sort of the, the games are the third and the fourth, but we're just there for the third. Yeah, I'm pretty they sure. have some stuff on the Sunday, but it's all like kind of morning, and it's it's not the. Oh, they're calling it the Taste of Highlands. That's on Saturday, September third. Yeah, yeah. Five to nine p.m. Mm-hmm. Come out and see Steve in a kilt. Yeah, indeed. I've actually got my Sporn is coming in this uh, this week. I think. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah, I had I because I I didn't buy one from when I wore uh wore for my. <clears throat> excuse me for my. Uh, uh, wedding so i <laughs> i was at a wedding recently and i was like oh shit i don't have one so i went to one of the local shops in town and i was like i i'm gonna run to this again i might as well just buy one so i picked a really nice one black uh black uh goat or sheep and uh, uh white white flashings on it and all that it's gonna look quite sharp i'm gonna be Excellent. in a black i'm gonna be in a black shirt though and i'm probably gonna be dying in the heat so we'll see how that goes <laughs> and i'll be there as well but not in a kilt so I'll be the uh, control study for the temperature. <laughs> as long as it's breezy, I'll be fine. If it's not breezy, I'm going to die. <laughs> and then the other festival coming up is in October, October 14th and 15th, Rocky Mountain Wine and Food Festival in Calgary. So yep. Looking forward to both of those and seeing everybody again. Mm-hmm. Right. And with that, I think that's a wrap on the episode. So thank you, everyone, for uh, tuning in and listening. And we'll catch you next time.